Welcome to In the Wild. This is Greg, stepping in for Ian this week. Now to the story. Mountain lions, also known as cougars, panthers, pumas, or catamounts, are all the same animal. In fact, the scientific name Puma concolor is sometimes known as the cat of many names. Naturalist, writer, and Utah native Claude T. Barnes listed 40 English names for a mountain lion, along with 18 names from South America and 25 from Native Americans. This large cat species is native to the Americas and is quite agile. They can leap 15 feet toward prey or into a tree, sprint 50 miles per hour, and maintain a 10-mile-per-hour gait over several miles. Historically, mountain lions range from the southern points of eastern Canada to the Canadian Yukon, across the entire United States, and all of Central and South America. Since the 1800s, though, humans have encroached on their habitats, exterminating them from the eastern United States and Canada, with the exception of a small population in central Florida. Throughout history, the mountain lion instilled fear and resonance with their screams, with some describing the call as sounding like a woman's scream or a child in distress. Compound that with the thought that the animal might be stalking you, and you will quicken your pace and frequently look behind you, all while the fear spreads throughout your heart and mind. And mountain lions do attack on occasion. Though rare and infrequent now, attacks did and still sometimes happen. Scan newspaper archives from the 1800s and early 1900s, and you will find real-life accounts from people who have found themselves hunted by a mountain lion. Here are a few selections about those encounters that should earn your respect if faced with a similar situation. February 1898. Several sportsmen were discussing the good times they had duck hunting when the conversation turned to hunting big game in the West. Everyone in the group related some thrilling adventure except for an elderly man, and he, in turn, was asked for a story. I don't suppose, began the quiet man, that any of you young fellas ever ran across a mountain lion, as they are becoming rather scarce now in the West. But these animals were quite numerous early in the 1830s when I first went to Colorado to hunt for gold. On one occasion, he said, I recall having a little adventure with a lion that almost scared me out of my wits. With a partner, I was working a claim in the mountains near Uray one day before the winter's frigid weather set in. We both went to town to get some supplies, leaving our little cabin on the mountainside. A blizzard began in full force after we had arrived in town, and we did not get a chance to return to our claim for three days. On our return journey, we noticed lion tracks as we climbed the hills toward our cabin. As we got closer and closer to our little home, we lost track of the animal. But when in sight of the cabin, we noticed an open window that had been closed when we left. I had just reached the window and was just about to put my head through when there came a terrible growl. And the next instant, a tremendous yellow body sprang through the opening right on my back, its claws catching on my buckskin and ripping it open to my waist, turning me completely over in the snow. My mining partner took the dangerous situation in at a glance and whipped out his gun. Then the lion turned on him, making a fearful leap in his direction. Before he could fire, the infuriated beast was upon him, and seizing him by the slack of his coat, shook him as though he was but a rat. I was back on my feet at the time and drawing my revolver. I sneaked up and put a bullet right through his head. The animal groaned and fell back dead, and my partner drew his breath freely once more. It was a close call, but neither of us was hurt, and the lion's skin, in another week, was serving as a rug at the foot of my bunk. In March of 1904, two New York oil prospectors, 
Markline and McCartney were riding along Bushy Cane Creek when a mountain lion suddenly attacked them. The beast sprang on the horse ridden by Markline, and Markline fell to the ground. His leg was caught under his horse, and he struggled to free himself from the down horse. McCarty drew a revolver and fired at the mountain lion, and the bullet struck the animal, momentarily stunning him. The lion toppled from the horse but landed upon Markline. The big cat, enraged, buried its teeth in Markline's chest and shoulders, tearing through flesh. McCarty continued to shoot at the animal, being careful not to injure Markline in the process. After emptying his revolver, McCarty grabbed a thick branch and ran forward to beat the mountain lion. By now, the mountain lion was weakening from blood loss, and its movements were slowing, but the creature refused to abandon its prey. Turning on McCarty, who was actively engaged against the big cat, Markline sustained fatal injuries, while McCarty came away alive, but with his clothing torn to shreds and horrible scratches on his body. Also in 1904, Miss Mary Doherty, a young society woman from Pittsburgh, was visiting Connorsville, Pennsylvania, where she formerly resided. While returning from a Sunday evening visit with a schoolmate, Mary was attacked by two mountain lions on a lonely road near Clay Run. She was armed with a revolver and succeeded in killing both lions, after which she fainted. A man driving by happened upon the scene and brought Mary back to the home where she'd been staying. She was treated for several scratches and a few bites during a doctor's examination, but would fully recover from her wounds. But these encounters can happen today as well. In March 1986, a mountain lion attacked a five-year-old girl at the Ronald W. Casper's Wilderness Park in Orange County, California. The park spans 6,700 acres and is about 75 miles southeast of Los Angeles. Visiting with her parents, the little girl waded into a stream to look for tadpoles. Just before the attack, the girl heard some rustling in the bush. But before she could react, an animal sprang out and attacked, dragging her into the brush with its ferocious jaws by the little girl's head. She heard her mother screaming, but remembered nothing until her parents carried her back to the visitor's center for help. A nearby hiker ran into the brush and poked the cat with a stick until it released the girl. The girl survived, but required 15 surgeries over the next five years, remaining partially paralyzed and physically scarred from the attack. She suffered over 50 severe cuts on her head and face, and the mountain lion crushed her skull, causing bone shards to pierce her brain. Officials closed the park immediately after the attack, tracked down the mountain lion, and shot it. Several months later, a six-year-old boy was attacked in the same park in October. While hiking with his parents, other adults, and a group of other children, a mountain lion sprang out and attacked the child. The boy wrestled desperately with the animal as the cat tried to drag him into the brush while rolling down an incline. His father successfully scared off the cat with a knife, and the boy was treated for non-life-threatening injuries, suffering claw and bite marks on his head, arms, and legs. Park officials responded again by closing the park, and a group of armed park rangers, trackers, game wardens, a state biologist, and seven bloodhounds and their handlers began a systematic search to track down the mountain lion. Officials believe 10 mountain lions roamed the park at that time, but could not track the offending animal successfully. The parents of both children claimed the county did not take adequate precautions nor warn park visitors of the risks. 
Three weeks before the first attack, park rangers had noticed increased mountain lion activity, but little to no action was taken on those reports. Since those two attacks, county officials restricted children's access to most of the park for 10 years. Families of both children filed lawsuits against Orange County, and in 1991, a jury awarded over $2 million to the young girl who was attacked. Jurors decided Orange County was liable for not warning the public of the dangers at the Wilderness Park and should have responded to the threat. Today, signs are prominent within the Ronald W. Casper's Wilderness Park, warning of the dangers of mountain lions. Some read, warning, mountain lion country, a risk. Mountain lions may be present and are unpredictable. Be cautious. They have been known to attack without warning. Your safety cannot be guaranteed. You are advised to stay alert to potential dangers. Report all mountain lion sightings to the park office. Park rules state, this wilderness area is characterized by certain inherent dangers. These dangers include rattlesnakes, poison oak, rugged terrain, and mountain lions. Mountain lions are unpredictable and dangerous. Stay alert and follow all park rules. The National Park Service recommends you follow these guidelines if you encounter a mountain lion. Stay calm, make eye contact with the animal, and face it while making yourself as large as possible. Do not turn your back on the animal, bend down, or crouch, as the mountain lion could instinctively charge or attack. Always make sure you leave the animal an escape route. The mountain lion should not feel cornered or have no option but to attack. If the above precautions fail, throw things and fight back. Be alert and vigilant when hiking or enjoying outdoor areas. Because even though you may be in a county park or other location that seems more urban, you may share that space with wild animals, and you might just find yourself with an encounter in the wild.